Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I need you guys to put your hands together for Marky Basie. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hello. First of all, can I just say thank you for an amazing performance? Thank you, guys. That was a lot of fun. That was the third time I've sang that song, so I'm getting really? better as the day progresses. Yeah. You know, it's funny because as you were singing, it's like there's rare occasions where I hear somebody sing something live and I actually like it more than when I first heard it, like on the radio or whatever. Oh, really? Thank you. So, plot Appreciate twist. Appreciate that. Thank, thank you, you for that. So, let's talk about plot twist. Okay. What's it about? <laughs> He's like, okay. What's it about? How did you come up with the concept? Um... It's uh, about when you think a relationship is going to go one way, like maybe one night. Okay. <laughs> or, really? Or uh, be like a short-lived relationship, and then she's like, plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> you stuck. Are you serious? <laughs> no. That stuck could be so many different things, No, I though. mean, uh, no, like... I, don't, I don't mean it in that type of way. Right? Uh, baby on the way. I mean, um, no, you know, like, have you ever been in a situation where you're like, I'm just gonna like have sex with this person a couple times and then never, you know, like probably that'll be the end of that. But then it turns into something like, wow, I actually really like that person. And it becomes real. And then it's your girlfriend. <laughs> That's <Plot> amazing. Twist. <laughs> you know, I think that's something that a lot of dudes actually relate to. Because I think a lot of dudes go into every situation like, uh... Yeah, we're just going to have some fun. And then eventually, oh, my God, I got a girlfriend. I actually caught feelings. Yeah. Like, I think every dude I've ever had has always said, I don't want a girlfriend. And, and then, then six months later, happened? they're yelling at me because I did something. I'm like, I thought you didn't want a girlfriend. <laughs> What's that about? You know what I mean? That's true. That's actually, the script can get flipped easily. Women yeah. have the power. So Women have the power? You have all the power, yeah. I we're just, we just pretend. <laughs> we just pretend. Yeah. Well, congratulations, because it's definitely a hot single. And it's Thank the you. lead single off your new album, right? Yeah, lead single. Um, my album is called I'm Here, I'm Good, I'm in Exile. That comes out in September. Um, I'm very, very excited. I feel like all my fans know uh, like the different sort of layers that I have musically and what I'm capable of, but my sort of like mainstream audience has really only heard... Uh, you know, maybe you and me, maybe my stuff with G Easy. Right. So I think a lot of people don't really know um, what I'm really into. Like maybe some of you guys do. Like if you're here, you know. Yeah, we were you know, talking about it that you're very dynamic because you have like a hip hop side and you have yeah, the R&B side. Exactly. The so the side. the album like has all that and G Easy's on the album. Kehlani YG is on the album. Ooh. Um. Yeah. Ooh. YG 400. <laughs> Uh, so no but for real like so it kind of shows i think it shows more of me and that also that's very um you know i'm a reflection of the bay area that's what i was in a say. lot of ways so yeah. you know people like now i feel like people all over the country are understanding what you know 
even if you grow up in, you know, I went to Tam High in Marin, but it's like, but I also been everywhere around the Bay Area, and it's like I might be, he's a white dude, he's a pop singer, but no, I grew up listening to Mac Dre, same as everybody right. here, but people don't really understand that outside of the Bay, yeah, and like our culture that we have is really like the most diverse of anywhere I've been. LA right. is like damn near segregated, yeah. you know what I mean, and so it like. I guess New York City is pretty uh, integrated too culturally, but it's just cool to see uh, how it's all coming to fruition now with all these Bay Area artists and even like what you, the SOB stuff you guys are just playing right now, everyone's going crazy. Like that's that's turning into a, like a nationwide thing. Right. And uh, it's just exciting time. So I'm I glad I get talk to. about yeah. that. Like I feel like the nation is actually asleep when it comes to Bay music because a lot of styles that you're hearing right now that people, people are mimicking come from the bay i ain't gonna say no names but it comes to the bay you know what i mean i don't even think they're asleep that much anymore okay it's really you know you have like the ge's and the kelani's are killing, killing it and, you know we're gonna keep um putting on and yeah i don't know i think they know now well let's talk Getting about closer. being sleep so i heard that you wrote for a few notable people as well yes i did so let's talk about sean kingston okay beat beat it beat it yeah. or whatever <laughs> I know I was singing the hook. So when you write songs like that and it becomes a smash for people, do you ever feel like, damn, I should have kept that for myself? Well, at the time when I w that I was writing for other people, I wasn't even thinking about myself as an artist. Wow. So I was just really focused on uh, just kind of getting better. Yeah. You know, I think um, being able to write is what sustains you in this industry like if if you have a, a strong ability to actually create from nothing you always have a place in music and all my musical heroes prince stevie wonder you know smoky robinson like way back and then into the 80s and 90s and music is a craft right you know so um you have to be dedicated to the craft and then the result that you get from putting in that work that's up, not really up to you that's up to god or whatever you believe in so to me that that portion of my life was just about, <clears throat> okay, like this is my only opportunity in music is to write for whoever comes through Knickknack's garage door. <laughs> right. And uh, it was Sean Kingston and then it was like Chris Brown one day and now, you know, you see like what him and, and my homie Bobby Brackens have been able to do, like writing big, huge smashes for other people and I was just kind of a part of that. And um, that's what led to me being like, shit i do have a bunch of songs that are mine that are demos my early stuff like my first song with kaylani right she just was like running around la someone was like there's this new girl you should check her out like write something for her yeah and then she was just so cool she was like oh you sound so good on this you should just like we should do it together and right. you should put it on your soundcloud so it's just little things like that and so the that writing portion of my life kind of is what made all this come true so Kind of get got you those connections. And yeah, exactly. Built you up to where you are now. Mm. It made me way better too, because the time that I put, I wrote like two hundred songs in three years or something like that. Damn. Yeah, it was a lot. What's the process for you to write? Um, I just like Daydream. get really drunk. Really? I'm sorry. I want to see it. you drunk, cause I feel like the Marky that we see right now, when he's drunk, is probably like next level. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I, I know who some of your friends are, so I'm like, yeah, they definitely yeah. some turn up kings. You could ask Shabazz. He, <laughs> he's embarrassed me a couple times in the club. Well, uh, welcome to the family, you yeah. know? No, I I, uh, I kind of I walk around a lot. I like to walk. Really? Lot. Yeah. 
I, I highly suggest walking to all of you. Explore. Um, right. If you want to write music, I, I walk a lot. I uh, I just I listen. I don't know. I just walk, listen, and then just wait to get that like phrase or a melody that keeps coming back um, to me, and then just record it. But it's always been an easy process for me. I never force it. You never force it. No. Well, that's good because you definitely have some amazing stuff. You've written some hits, plus of your own hits, of course. Yeah. But I did want to ask you, how did you end up linking up with French Montana? Because that was so random to me. Really random. Right. Uh, <laughs> now we have a similar, like our my management and his management are kind of. Cool. Uh, I guess our, do we have the same management? It's Maverick. Yeah, like we our management company is the same. Wow. And French French is one of those people that is just like treats everybody with hella respect and is really cool to everybody. Yeah. And also he'll just sit there and be like, play me your music. And I'll be like, okay, play one song, two songs. It's like, cool, play more. And like, I'll play like <laughs> 70 songs. Wow. And he'll just ask me like, what, what do you like? Like, what could I work on out oh, of wow. these songs? And he, the session that I did with him, he stayed awake for 38 straight hours recording music. What? It was really, really intense. I couldn't like, I couldn't do it myself. I had to leave. <laughs> but it was like a, it was a really like, if you guys, his album is coming out. I don't know like how many people in the Bay really, you know, know, like follow French like that. Yeah. But he's a real like legend where he's from, you know, in New York. He's like a real pioneer mm -hmm. um, in a lot of different ways in, in the street. And so it's cool to be on that album. And he loves the Bay too, so. That's definitely dope. I can't wait mm. to hear the track because I saw that and I was like, ooh, French yeah. and Marky Basic, that might be fire. It's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. So let's go back to your own album. You said it comes out September when? I don't have the exact day yet, but I'm going to say September 5th. And your favorite song that <laughs> <laughs> September 5th, which was real with so that. Arbitrary. Is that arbitrary. Does anyone have a September birthday? What is it? That's probably more realistic. September <laughs> 21st. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're we'll going to go make her birthday dreams come true. Okay. <laughs> make sure you tag her when you drop it. All right. So, anywho, going back to your album, you wrote your whole, did you write your entire album yourself? or? Um, I mean, I write on everything, but I collaborate with people okay. as much as I can. I, I don't um, shun collaboration ever. I like to uh, include my friends and, you know, people whose talent I respect. I don't have, like, an ego thing. Like, I have to write everything. Right, right, right. It's all good. I know I can write, so. He's like, I know I got skills. Yeah. So which one would you say is um, exposes who you are or is your favorite track off of the album? Did you have a say? What did they say? Oh. <laughs> I thought you knew. I was like, like which one's most personal uh, to you? The first the first song on the album is called Black Jeep. That's like a personal story. I, I don't really um, go like too in depth about my like you know growing up formative years or whatever but they were pretty tumultuous yeah when i was like in middle school and early high school so i have a couple songs maybe the first song is called black jeep i kind of talk about that what's it about <laughs> like i don't want to give it away i mean no just i i had a like a pretty um traumatic like you know death in my family and just shit that you know a lot of people go through but it's kind of rare for like when I was, you know, 13. To deal um, with. Yeah, yeah. just hyphy family craziness. And I don't talk about it that much in music because I feel like I didn't really, people didn't really start listening to my music till I was kind of like a little bit older. Right. Like when I was 18, 19, writing raps, that's all I talked about was right. like 
my little struggle period of my life. And then as I kind of grew up and developed out of that, I wanted to make music just that made me feel happy and, you know, not wasn't necessarily like therapeutic any longer. Right. But on this album, there's maybe like one or two Black Jeep. Uh, probably most notably, that's kind of me dealing with my, you know, teenage bullshit Definitely that I had to deal with. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that. And I did want to go back to you rapping because I heard that you wrote your first rap when you were seven. Yeah, I've been really, I was really into it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you I, remember uh, it? I want to hear what a seven-year-old's rap sounds like. That's why I'm like, do you remember that? Was it called Loyalty or something along I those think, lines? No. I, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a song. No. I, um, yeah, I do remember. <laughs> Come on. Goes, please let me hear it. Please. One at a time. Let me rhyme. Breaking them down like I do. Hell, I don't even need a nine. All I need is a party and an MIC. And I get all the ladies in the party freaky. Hey! <laughs> seven-year-old has bars <laughs> or something like that yeah oh my goodness so now i'm super excited for the new album but one thing yeah. i did want to say about because i want to see like what kind of bars you gonna drop right yeah but there's a couple on there speaking of you you always drop some funny lines and if you follow you on social media mm -hmm. that's when you say some of the most random shit <laughs> to be honest <laughs> yeah so what i thought i would do because a lot of times people always question and they're always like what the hell is he talking about like, oh wow my favorite game cool explain your tweets oh shit so <laughs> did you see his face terrified so read it to the audience and then explain what it meant or why you tweeted it oh this is like when i'm acting like a petty teenage girl I feel bad for the artist that could have worked with the squad but chose a different way and then their first song is terrible. <laughs> Damn. Okay, well, I'm like part of a collective called Platter Mob. Right. That's me, Fess, uh, Bobby Brackens, and Nick Knack. And yeah. um, Bobby Brackens has discovered and cultivated a lot of like really talented girls. Yeah. Uh, and guys like shit me i'm like part of that knickknack <laughs> tinashe like he was the first person to put on for tinashe so wow. lots of times what happens is we'll try to work with an artist and we'll be like we need um like come work with us me and bob will write your songs nick will produce but like we need to like like you need to like sign with us in right. some type of like official context so that we know that all this energy that we're putting into this artist is worth it right and a couple of times we like started off with certain artists who I won't name because you wouldn't know who the fuck they were if I did. <laughs> Their first single was uh, trash, right? And we were like, come on, like rock with us. And then they're like, no, because they get some other like Selena Gomez's manager wants to talk to me. And then they put out a song and it's like, that song sucked. I would've, we right. would have gave you a way better song and would have popped your career off way more. Um, <laughs> So that's just like me being salty, basically. Salty. It's dude. not salty. It's you Kinda. being honest, but you know. I like this game, though. <laughs> uh, social media makes me bipolar. <laughs> um, that It's basically like, I, you know, I didn't have a cell phone until I was a junior in high school. Mm -hmm. So this is not ingrained in me to, like, live my life and... Um, you know, put forth my personality through a cell phone. But then sometimes I'm just like, 
all day, all night, like completely can't get off Instagram. Um, so I just, I go back and forth between feeling like this is the end of the world and it's beautiful. Social media Bipolar. is depressing. Like every time I get on there, it's something negative. Yeah, you know so what I mean? I, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I threw up in front of Drake for my birthday. What? Ha ha. Okay, so. <laughs> what happened was, I'm really into getting on hypes, like dietary hypes. So this one that I went on, I wanted to do a cleanse, and it's called the goat's milk fast. So for eight days, the only thing I consumed was goat's milk. Um, oh my God. Basically, it's like to rid yourself of parasites, and you know, you lose weight. It turns out the goat's milk has all the necessary nutrients for survival. Really? It's high in fat content. It has a lot of protein. So wait a minute. If there's an apocalypse, go get yourself a goat and you're good. If you have a goat, like you're fully good. <laughs> Everything is fine. So, oh but this God. is what happened. So I'm so I go through I go through 8 days. I'm looking better than I've ever looked before. Like I lose like all my body fat. My skin is clear. I'm just feeling great. And then it's like my first day back is you guys know the rapper Belly? Yeah. It's my homie that's my homie Belly. It's his birthday. And Belly is like a big time, like knows everybody everywhere. Sweetheart. Yeah. So me and, and my homies, we go to hit this huge mansion for his birthday. It's my first day back. Uh -huh. So I haven't also like I haven't drank any alcohol, obviously, because only goat's milk. So yeah. my body is at its most like it's like I'm like a pure newborn baby plucked from like an ice <laughs> river, like just really vulnerable. Ice river. And so <laughs> just like clean and like so I get to the party and immediately it's like we're with Abel and Selena Gomez at you know, all kicking it and belly, Drake is there, everyone is there. And it's like it's time to drink and everyone knows that I party so I can't like not drink in front of like Drake and so, like everyone's oh like here God. have a shot. So I'm like, of course, bro, I do this every day. Not. And every time <laughs> I'm drinking, I'm like, whoa, like it feels different because my yeah. body hasn't. So basically, we're all at the table. It was a crazy, amazing party, and then like something happened, and I just hit that wall. Like I think I'm about to throw up on Selena Gomez. Like. <laughs> She's sitting right here. I'm going to throw up. Like, this is terrible. So I snuck out, and I was like, all I have to do, Mark, all you have to do is get out of the gates of where this, like, parking lot is. Yeah. And then just, like, go down a side street and just yeah. don't let anyone see you doing this bad. <laughs> and I didn't make it. I got to right where the valet was and just collapsed and started throwing up. And I threw up for like two full hours. Oh no! And before anyone found me. And then Fest. Wait, 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 nobody Fest found back you? There. <laughs> Fest back there, everyone thought like, oh, basically like found a girl and left or something like that. And then I was like, it was so bad. I was holding onto a pole like, <laughs> And then my friends found me. My shirt was completely ripped. Like I was in the bushes. And like Drake was just on the other side, like looking at me, like, and I was just getting up and like, oh. <laughs> so that was that tweet. Oh my God, two things there. Goat's milk is amazing. Don't even know where to buy it though. And don't do it while you're drinking. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no, you need some time to uh, recover, you know, ease your way back into the party life. I don't like that one, that's really stupid. <laughs> He's like, Stupid. <laughs> Trump is really just an amazing Instagram model. 
Well, <clears throat> let's think about what he actually does and what an Instagram model does. Say shock value dumb shit that means nothing. Right. Take like hella pictures and for social media. Use social media to make people have a reaction to what he's doing yeah. as opposed to like actually cultivating and building things that are valuable to other people. I mean, this is my opinion, but I think it's the right one. Um so I just kind of I kind of view him like he's just like a good Instagram model. Like he just he decided to get as famous as you can get. <laughs> and he he won. Yeah. yeah, doing that, but I mean, not to me, but that's what I meant by that. That's who we have. As I don't I don't mean to get all political on you guys, but we could talk <laughs> about it after if you want. Uh Whoa. Jeez. I think a lot of you blogs are racist. You like to look at the struggle behind a glass case like these rappers are exhibits. Hmm. <laughs> Break that down. Jeez, Mark. <laughs> uh like, okay, you know when they do like Viceland Chirac? Yeah. And it's like the nerdiest little guy ever, and he's like, Chief Keith, explain to me what is an extended clip. <laughs> right. And it's just like, fuck. Like that shit makes me just gross. It's like all these I mean, like they're exploiting the culture yeah it's just like fuck you didn't listen to music growing up you have no love for these people where they're from you would never go there and then it's just like just dab and fucking watch everyone shoot each other and be you know listen to the music and just don't have a shred of compassion or empathy or care to and just really it's like turns it into an exhibit and it, or actually that shit really pisses me off in certain days probably when i tweeted that <laughs> uh but yeah like just a lot of those and, and just blogs in general like <clears throat> i don't know i just think a lot of times they just look for like a very specific thing that fits a prototype mm -hmm. to them which is like he's was like the more of a drug dealer he was and the more like times he got shot the more we're gonna write about him because yeah then like our you know hipster blog fan base has something to talk about over wine and cheese for wine and cheese oh my god you know what i'm saying I, do i sound crazy i don't know but that you know like to me i've been really like dedicated to you know the culture that inspires me my whole life right and i'm of like i could work at a blog or something you know right. like that could have been something i did and so when I see that, it's just kind of pisses me off. And I feel like, um, you know, like there's always a conversation to be had about glorifying like violence, drugs, all this crazy stuff. Right. And like you can say that's like a, there's two sides to that argument. But the way certain blogs cover it is just shameless. Like yeah. we're really just going to use all the hard shit that this kid ever went through in his life and kind of just view it like the same way we do like the nature channel or some shit right know. like the nature channel national you know, like this is, and then like chief keith did it was the it was the chirac one that really started to get to me because it just looked so like I, yeah it looks I crazy i don't know i know what yeah, you're talking about sorry. you're not the only person who felt that way because uh some other or people. the bay the bay area one too it was just kind of i want well, that one was cool g easy was doing good on that one but whatever i like vice i'm gonna get fired now <laughs> 
<laughs> we all love Vice. Well, anyway, yeah. Marky, thank you so much for coming through. Thank you. I feel like I learned so much from him today. Did you guys learn stuff? Anything new? Nice. <laughs> a new album is called What? Comes out when? I'm here. I'm good. I'm in exile. Comes out September 21st. Yeah. We're going to go with that. <laughs> you choose the day. Tentative day. Your girl, choose Shane your Diddy. My right. man, Marky Basie. Sweat 06 came. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.